So, hey, everyone, welcome to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Miss Tasha Wilson, who's also known as the Messenger of Hope. She's a published author and transformational speaker, and her life's mission is to inspire millennial women on how to rise from a place of pain to a posture of promise. So, welcome to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm really good. I cannot complain. Um, I love your mission, you know, everything that you're doing right now, especially with the public speaking. Um, So what really inspired you to get into the public speaking and also just helping other women, you know, through their own pain? Well, for me, it's so funny. Um, I tell everyone that this is something that I kind of landed into, um, basically on God's intent and purpose for my life because I'm naturally introverted. So being able to operate in extroverted spaces is still something that is mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not something I was like, oh, let me do this. Let me go out here and, you know, let me just put my whole life on the line and be vulnerable and, you know, share about my own experiences to people I don't know. But you know how it is when you decide what you want to do. And then God's like, yeah, nope, here's a detour. This is what you have to do kind of thing. And so for me, I think about, you know, where it was in my life where I was dealing with secret battles of uh, depression, you know, Mm -hmm. low self-esteem. And I didn't really have anyone to turn to, um, you know, outside of like my mom or, you know, like an aunt or so, but I didn't really have a network of support or a community of my own to really say, this is what I'm dealing with. And I don't know how to navigate through that. And so that's what really inspired me to be that, that voice for others who may be dealing with things internally, but don't know how to express them outwardly. Got you. And is it a specific group of type of women that you help? Uh, yeah, well, uh, specifically millennial women, because I think we are often the uh, ones that are forgotten about, um, if you will. You know, there's this stigma that a lot of times millennial women do not know how to work together or, you know, be that support and uplift one another when it's not true at all. It's just that a lot of us may have been offended or hurt when we have reached out to others and we didn't get that reciprocated. And so when you provide a space where that is then shown, I think that's where we're more open to really talk about what we're dealing with and to really know that there's others who understand or feel the same way we do. Um, Specifically, I navigate through the space of like trauma and loss. Um, That's something that I've personally experienced and I've truly believe that my own life lessons are the best teacher. I can't talk about from a topic that I don't know or I'm unfamiliar with. And I believe that when we go through trauma or we experience loss, it then kind of shifts our thinking about how we perceive the world and how we're supposed to show up for ourselves and for others. Definitely. I also, um, you know, help people with trauma and things like that, just as a therapist. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really, really great that you're having a way, you know, because some people might not, you know, be comfortable with therapy, but they just need someone to speak to. So I love that you're creating a whole network of women who can, you know, just help and uplift each other. Mm-hmm. Um, what's some things that you actually, I guess, like do with them? You know, is it like journaling? Or- yeah. So, um, 
we've had this thing, World to Refine is um, an organization that I founded in 2015, which uh, is often centered around those things. And we've done um, platforms where we had blog posts, they were called Friday Features, and where women were able to um, fill in the blank of who am I when, you know, and that's a way for them to open up and share about personal intimate things that they've experienced. And we've had, you know, women talk about um, miscarriages. We've had women talk about infertility. We've had women talk about the loss of a spouse. We had women talk about um, being sexually assaulted. We had women talk about divorce. It's just all kinds of things that, you know, they bring to the table and they were more open and receptive to sharing because they all started off by saying the same thing wow, I never thought that anybody would care about my story because no one ever asked. So, you know, we do Friday features. We've also did a royalty in action where women who are out here, you know, juggling multiple hats in the community. And sometimes, you know, people get caught up on the works that you do that they kind of lose sight of the humanity part of who you Mm -hmm. are. And so that's where, that was a space where women could say, you know, yes, I'm doing X, Y, Z publicly, but Internally, I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with doubt. I'm dealing with fear. I'm dealing with rejection, those kind of things. And so allowing them to be the voice to not only share their story to connect with other people, but then also to give some tips and strategies on how they were able to overcome certain things. And additionally, we have um, annual events. Um, Mm -hmm. Our major one is the Newfound Esteem and Worth Conference, where we'll either have like a panelist of speakers or um, a keynote speaker for us to all kind of gra- gather together in a formal setting. Wow, I love that. Um, definitely just the model of coming together once a year so you can hear about the stories of other people just so you can learn and you know share experiences and share stories. Um, for you, as someone who's like, you know, leading this and, you know, really taking on a lot of responsibility, a lot of other people's trauma what's some things you do to just help your own self with your own self-care regimen mm-hmm. um, personal development growth etc one thing um, I do is that I listen to my body um, a lot like if I feel that I'm beginning to become like overwhelmed or super anxious um, I listen to that and I respond to the need of what my body is asking for and so I'm very intentional on setting apart time for me, whether that's just sitting still, sitting in quietness, um, whether it's doing something productive that I love to do, you know, it could be um, painting, it could be coloring. Um, A lot of times I mainly like to journal and just really sit with my thoughts. Um, I try to kind of touch base with myself doing like an emotional wellness check-in, like how are you feeling today, Tasha? How can you show up for you today? Because I don't want you to lose sight of even though you're showing up for everyone else, you still have to maintain who you are as well. Because if I'm not okay, then everyone else that I'm connected to or impacted is not going to be okay. So I got to make sure, you know, that my life battery percent isn't Mm -hmm. on that 5%, you know, where I need to recharge. And so I'm very intentional with making sure that I check in and do personal inventory with myself. And then if I'm not feeling okay, what is that rooted in? How do I remain grounded? And how do I address those things? And so, you know, most of the time people look at self-care like bubble bath and, you know, long walks on the beach. But a lot of it really is to recenter yourself and really decompress those thoughts or those other 
external factors that could compete for the attention that you need for your body and yourself. Wow. That's, um, that's really important just because, you know, when you're dealing with so many other people, you have to make sure you're good or else everything is going to stop. So what advice would you give to someone who's already kind of reached that point and they may be burnt out? You know, they haven't been doing any check-ins. Like, would you just say maybe start or is this some kind of extra work that you have to do to overcome already burning out once it happens? I definitely would encourage those who are at the place of burnout to really start where you are. Like just because you're burnt out doesn't mean it's necessarily the end. Um, Mm -hmm. There's always a way, like I say, you know, you're here every day for a reason. So that gives you another opportunity to set yourself up for success, whatever that may look like or mean to you. So if you are feeling burnt out, start taking the time now to really reinvest in your you know a lot of times as a giver you know you're always pouring out and you're always feeling bad if you don't have the space to sacrifice for somebody else but always make sure that you're in the right posture to be in a positive head space and so what that may look like could be listening to your favorite song a song that gives you joy a song that makes you feel happy and at peace um talk to somebody make sure that you have a person that's able to hold space for you because i think sometimes when you pour out and you pour out it's kind of hard to receive and get someone to pour back into you so make sure you have that one person who's your space holder and if you don't have that one person that's when you need to really reevaluate your circle and assess who you're allowing in into your intimate space Got you. Definitely assessing the circle is important because those around you, like whether you realize it or not, they're always influencing and impacting you. Mm-hmm. So what's some things you look for in like close relationships, um, friendships, even like business partnerships to let you know this is a safe space for me to interact with someone else? So I definitely um, look at character a lot. Mm-hmm. Like how do they interact with others um like the words that they say do they really match their actions because you know people can tell a story real good but if they're like outwardly being mean towards people or you know just being very um rigid towards others it it makes you question right because it's like Mm -hmm. um you know, like I always say, like, if you're going to be an influencer or a creative, you have to understand that you're also a walking billboard. Like people are really going to watch and see what you do. And oftentimes people don't listen to what you say. They model the behavior that you present. And so I look at those things like, how do you connect with others? How do you speak to yourself? Because that's also important. Like if you're always doubting yourself and always being rough with yourself, then how can I believe that there's going to be a mutual exchange if you know I'm gonna say you know what today I'm not feeling the greatest I'm gonna need you know you to empower me and vice versa but if you're always negative with self-talk then that lets me know that you're not able to have the capacity that I may need for me for me to be connected to right now in this season and so I look at those things. I really look at how you operate, like how important is your business to you? How important is your brand? And do you understand the why and the purpose and intent of your brand? That allows me to, you know, determine if I want to connect with you on a business level, because what I'm doing has to align with what you're doing. They can't conflict. And so 
I look at those things. And when it comes to my circle, it's always about trust. It's always about accountability, um, having those hard conversations that others may not feel comfortable in talking to you about because I need you to check me as much as I check me, you know? And um, I think also being um, unbiased, you don't need people that's going to judge you like when you when you fall short or when you have um, an issue going on. I need people that's, if you're going to be there with me during the celebration, I also need you to be there with me in the trenches. Got you. And that's important to have those, you know, friends that you can build with and see longevity with. But what about those people you kind of realize that they may not be the best choice for you? How do you separate from them because even separation sometimes can be a form of self-care and just doing what's best for you protecting your energy so how do you disconnect from people in a in a way that won't be deconstructive oh that is so funny that you asked me that because um (laughs) I actually had to do that with a few people uh not too long ago honestly Mm -hmm. and um for me I think just like with any relationship you know, whether it's romantic or platonic, you know, when there's a shift that takes place mm-hmm. between whatever you got going on, you know, that there's a difference. Like, you know, that you may not be communicating as much. Um, you may not be around each other as much. Like, you know, something has happened where it kind of broken the, the longevity of the relationship, but you're just trying to figure out what, where, why, and how. And so for me, I am a processor. Um, and I like to, discuss things um I'm just the type of person that I like to be upfront um with mm-hmm. what's going on and so just having that candid conversation um typically there may be like red flags or things you may see and I'm one of those that I also love to give people chances and opportunities so even after I see those red flags you know you start making excuses and justifying the behavior but then after a while you're like hmm the way that I feel about this in their behavior is not okay. So you one got to acknowledge how you feel, address how you feel and then confront that. So by having a conversation, you know, with those people and what I often do, I just kind of bring to the table and I say, you know what? I noticed that things have drastically shifted between us and I'm not sure if I'm okay with where we are right now. And I'll tell them, you know, you're a good person and you know, you were an amazing friend during the time that I needed and vice versa. And the relationship that we did develop and cultivate was beneficial at that time. But moving forward, I'm not saying that I'm completely cutting you off, but it seems like the way that we need to communicate further has to be adjusted to where I'm going and where you're going. And and that's usually how I present it. Um, Sometimes it doesn't go well. Um, You know, people either get really abrasive or defensive. But I always tell people, watch how the other person reacts or responds when you're now owning how you feel. And you're now also bringing it to the table. Because if they're really your friend and if it's someone who's supposed to be there in the long haul and not seasonal, then they're not going to dismiss or discredit what you're bringing to the table. Definitely. I think you know those genuine friendships it's like it's not too much that can happen mm-hmm. to where it can just be really really broken up um but a lot of friends are here for reasons and, and for seasons so it does come to the point where you have to protect your energy do what's best for you at a certain point in time um so lastly can you just leave our listeners with 
three gems that you want them to take. Um, and for you, it can be specifically for people out there who might be listening and they have trauma mm-hmm. um, or some self-love issues or, you know, self-esteem, whatever it may be. But can you just leave them with three tips or gems that you really want to um, make sure that they understand? Sure. Um, so my first gem would be um, your past is an identifier. It's not your identity. Don't allow what happened to you to consume you because you're more than your story. Uh, the second gem would be that your voice has value and your life has purpose. Don't allow anyone to silence anything that you have to say. And my third gem would say would be always take care of you. Um, always know that you are a priority. Perfect. So don't let your past identify you. Use your voice and take care of yourself. I think those are all important lessons to learn for sure. Um, can you please leave our listeners with where they can find you on social media? Absolutely. So um, if you are a big Instagram person like I am, you can follow me on life with Tasha W underscore. Um, you can also feel free to send me an email at lifewithtashaw at gmail.com. Um, just in case if you just need me to connect with you, if you have some personal questions or need follow up or just want to invite me to come speak somewhere, that's fine. I also have a website, www.tashaw.com net and you can also find me on Facebook at Tasha W. Thank you so much for that and thank you so much for joining us. I really really appreciate you just giving us your time, giving us the gems, giving us, you know, information about how we can um develop ourselves better. Um make sure y'all go follow the 21 minutes or less pages as well. Our Instagram is 21 minutes or less as well as our Facebook. And then on YouTube, you can search 21 Minutes or Less Podcast. And then don't forget to follow our personal pages. Mine is at Keisha Milana. um, And Nakia's is at Miss Butterfly 21. And that's M-I-S-S. Nakia couldn't join us today, but I'm so, so happy that we were able to still talk to Miss Tasha. Um, Anything else you want to add before we go? No, I just want to say thank you. for creating this space for people to really talk about things that are important. I think that we often don't have the opportunity to share these things, especially about self-care. And it's so important, especially now with the climate of the world. So thank you. Thank you. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see y'all on the next episode. See you later.